Growing your beauty business doesn't have to be overwhelming. It's all about mastering a few key strategies and systems to save you time. Welcome to Beauty Marketing Simplified, a podcast dedicated to helping you on your entrepreneurial journey. I'm your host, April Meese. I'm a permanent cosmetic artist that built my six-figure business while only working three days a week and raising twin toddlers. I'm here to tell you it is possible for you too. With a background in spa marketing, it's my mission to help women worldwide get more profits while pursuing their passion and purpose. Let's transform your beauty business for more income and less stress starting right now. Okay, hello, my beautiful friend. So today I'm interviewing Amber Guthrie. It's so exciting. I am going to read her bio. Amber Guthrie, a global renowned permanent makeup artist, trainer, and mentor based in Las Vegas, Nevada, driven by her artistic passion and background. She specializes in various eyebrow styles, eyeliner techniques, and lip tattooing. In 2021, she established her own expansive studio, no housing, a talented team of six. So awesome. Recently, she launched Inspired by Miss Amber Red, an online virtual studio dedicated to providing top tier online teaching and uniting artists worldwide. Welcome, <laughs> Hey, thanks for having me. So good. So good. So uh, we've known each other for a long time, going way back in SPCP. Yeah. And I love your story. I love your journey. How many people can say 15,000 satisfied customers? It's been a journey. (laughs) Really? Seriously? So good. Okay. So let's dive into that. Take me back. uh, What I love about your story is that you have maybe not a unique story, but it's that people want to think of that you mentored under somebody for a while, Karen, darling. And so many beauty professionals think, I need to just go out and start my own thing. And you, like, you'll walk us through it, but all the lessons you learned and all of the things. So take us through starting that journey. And and what was your process of saying, I want to work under somebody versus go out on my own? How did that start? Oh, I honestly, the story is even a little stranger than that. I was living in California at the time. And I decided to move to Las Vegas because my lease was up and I'm just that personality. I'm like, what's the worst that could happen? I'm like, I'm allowed. I always tell myself I'm allowed to fail one time in life and it hasn't really happened yet. So I just keep taking these risks. (laughs) So anyways, I left California. I came to Vegas. I had two jobs. I was cocktailing, working overnight, extremely unhappy and even more unhappy that I was having because I've never had eyebrows either. So I was really unhappy that I was having to wake up at I was working graveyard, so I was having to wake up at midnight and then do my eyebrows, be to work by 2 a.m., work till 10 a.m., and then I would go to my second job. And then finally, I was like, let's get rid of that second job. And then a friend of mine had told me that she had her eyebrows tattooed. And I was like, ooh, what's that? And then I ended up meeting Taryn. And Taryn and I just got to talking. And by the time my touch-up came around, she was like, have you ever thought about doing permanent makeup? And I'm like, no, but Sure. And it literally happened just like that. Her and I hit it off really well. I completed, we were under a five-year contract and meaning like an apprenticeship, but we were technically only apprentices, which actually that's what I do with my girls now. We're apprentices for, I want to say we got signed off around two to three year marks. 
and then became licensed, but still worked at the studio. And then along that time, I quickly started training other artists. It was about, I think about a year in, I started training other artists. She let me develop my own training manuals. I had no problem with that, which was great because I got to have a second set of eyes to look over everything. So if you want to do something, do it. So I took full advantage of that. Even though it'd scare the crap out of me half the time, I still, I did, like I said, my personality is just do it till you like fall and then get back up. But I just, yeah, just keep going. So good. So you hadn't even thought about permanent makeup or tattooing. So you were starting like, we all start from scratch, like really. Fresh. So you're starting from there. Yeah, fresh. Then you just started learning it and you had your apprenticeship and then you started teaching it under her supervision, which is so good because you have that guidance yeah. and mentor. I was just listening to Alex Hermosi. He's doing another book launch and he was saying like, if, if you want to not succeed in life, then don't get any mentors. Like he's being sarcastic, right? right? But it's so true because you have that guidance. So you're learning from them firsthand and yeah. so good. Yeah. And then you're able to pass that on now to your employees and your yeah, apprentices. Yes. So um, from that, I have definitely changed quite a bit of things. I made the contract because I felt good, I would say. And I, I hate to say this because I know everybody's like level. I have an art background. I felt like I saw things a little bit easier, uh, like an extensive art background. And I actually thought about going into special effects makeup before I found permanent makeup. I was about to go to sign up, go to school for that. But I, multiple art degrees later, I I, I hate to say that I I felt really good at about three years, but there's a reason behind that. So, and I feel like some of those reasons are because I did have a mentor. Like I did have somebody, I you know when I was working in a busy studio, like at the time we also had four or five artists in there that were constantly tattooing. So I always tell people I saw five times the amount of skin that I would have seen if I was out on my own. So same thing with my studio now. We've been open almost three years, which is insane to think about. I just renewed the lease here. So that's like crazy. But yeah, same thing here. Like the girls, I got really lucky with my girls. They're here, even if they don't have clients, they're here still shadowing, they're still looking. And that's what that's really what it's about. Because even if you're not getting that hands-on time in the skin, it's really important to be watching and shadowing as much as possible. Like they see me do a powder brow 5,000 times if they pick up something new each time. So just seeing all the different cases and all the different scenarios, especially like everybody's skin type is so different. So just we see some we see new situations every day. And then there's days where even I am like, oh, I've never seen that before. But I've seen so many different situations at this point that I felt like that really helped me move along much more quickly than um, being out there on my own. I would have probably not hung in with it if I was out on my own because it is a tough world. <laughs> yeah, that is so brilliant what you just said i didn't even think about that i just thought about having the mentorship and somebody guide you but the fact that you're walking into an established business where you are seeing clients and you're constantly getting that experience but not only for yourself doing it because that's really what you need and when you're first starting out you just need time and skin right. and you need to see multiple situations but like you said not only doing it but seeing other people that is like everybody should start that path really yeah. instead of just going into starting your own you know salon and then sitting there thinking what am i doing wrong what's wrong with me all the right. thoughts right like you're you're in it and you're just moving through it. Yeah. Such a great way. It to makes go. a huge, I think, I, I really think it made a huge difference. 
Yeah, absolutely. And it's so funny because like these, this is why I love these interviews because I had never <laughs> thought of it that way because I started under, I worked for a dermatologist, right? And so a little different, obviously I'm not, but I had his practice and those patients coming in. And so I, I didn't have to build it from scratch. And then on the side, I was building it from scratch as well. But this whole idea of being in the community and really seeing it is just brilliant. Yeah. And then you were able to model what you what worked for you or what didn't work for you and then create your own because you had that strong band. Even even from when I first started, I brought people on very quickly within, I would say, because I opened in like February. So it was within probably two months that I had literally two apprentices right off the bat. One, because I hated being alone. I get bored when I'm alone. So it's nice. Even if they don't understand, I always told them, even if they don't understand that they would, eventually we'd be able to have conversations they would understand. So just the talking at them. But now it's funny because just the other day I was like, I'm talking at you, but you understand what I'm saying. It's so cool. But to be, to go from like a lively studio to a studio, I had three rooms and still was developing things. We didn't have a couch when I first opened because it was the middle of the pandemic. The girls hung in there with me. I still have one of them today, which is really freaking awesome. And she is super freaking talented. And then we, we got Tanya too and Sasha and my husband's now here. So it's come a long way, but I've, I've tweaked things along the way, even with that. Like I started off, I was like, all right, that's what I know. That's what we're starting with. And I immediately was like, okay, that's not working. I was like, we well, yeah, gotta change some things. So now I have that, that helped me develop the team. They're under, they were under four year like contracts. I hate to call it a contract, but four year commitments. And then they learn and take the, it's not, they're still making commission. It's like normal setup and everything. But now I've transitioned into, since I have my team now developed a really strong team. Now we're going in and we're offering because in the state of Nevada, you actually have to have a six month apprenticeship, which is amazing. Now, I, is that quite long enough? I don't really think so. So I'll probably even tweak it some more from there. But it's constantly like adapting and figuring out really yeah. what works for you. Yeah, that's so good. Okay, so I love this. Take us on the journey, really. So give us some specifics of what worked and what didn't work or what did you have to adapt or what lessons did you learn? Weird because the first thing that pops to my mind is I, I would start talking about it earlier. I felt at four years for sure that I was good. So I would have loved to have, and a lot of people are probably going to kill me to say this, but I would have loved to have had the opportunity to rent a room at the end of my four-year commitment. I personally feel that if, and that's the promise I have with my core girls that I have here now, so we have plenty of space in here. I would have loved, I think I... I say that my husband's probably watching and he's yeah, Amber, you still would have done your own thing. But I think that I would have really appreciated that. And I probably would have helped grow that business even further for a much more longer period of time. But that wasn't really the case. And that's totally fine. Everybody's business model is different. So when I came here, I knew immediately that I wanted to offer that because I really feel like it's hard to find. And it sounds like bad, but it's hard to find uh, your click. It's hard to find your group of people like we come in here and it's like half the time I, and the girls know, I say this all the time, get out of here. I want to go home because you're the business owners. You got so much going on behind the scenes. I, I want to hang out Sundays. The Sundays are like, He's, you guys got to go. I got to get stuff done. So when you find people like that, you want to make sure that you're like taking care of them really well in whatever way you possibly can. And for me, I just personally think I, I thrive in a team environment. It's like even working out. I love team environments. So I just think have the space for them to fall into a room if they want to. And then, you know, eventually transition to room rent, which again, wasn't something that was 
really talked about or offered at the time. So definitely would love to give them that opportunity if they wanted to. And I always tell them, I don't think there's anything wrong with being a business within a business. You can, I'm slowly transitioning. I always have felt weird about being Miss Amber Red, And I feel like who wants to work under Miss Amber Red? It's weird to me. I don't know. I, I seem to be the only one that thinks that, but to me, it's weird. I came up with a cute little thing. It's inspired by Miss Amber Red, So eventually it'll just have a signature and it'll be inspired. And you can be, for, for example, Tanya D artistry at inspired. So you can have uh, easily transition into a business within a business. So that's something that I have huge dreams of seeing happen. What did you learn or what would you have changed? Because from going to artist to business owner is there are different lessons and different transitions and you can be really good at your skill and you were really good and you're a great teacher and artist and all of that. But what lessons did you have to learn as a business owner? Yeah. Oh boy. As a business owner, I go back to the girls because I tell them all the time that in itself is amazing training that I think people don't even think about. There is... I can't even start or begin to tell you like how many things I didn't know that I know now. It's like constantly it forms and dealing with the health department. It's mainly like the, I guess the admin stuff, like the behind the scenes things, like figuring out, like I never had seen payroll in my life, like figuring out payroll. How do you choose a company? Finding a good accountant. So they set everything up on QuickBooks, which I should have done a long time ago, making sure that your insurance, it's all these moving parts. So I tell people, I'm like, if you don't have Trello, get Trello. This is not a shout. Like, it is amazing because you can set like deadlines if something's about to expire. I just saw one this morning that we need to renew our permanent makeup insurance. But I don't know how when you're one person that you have a full stack because I'm I've been doing it now for three years. It's so difficult to have like a full blown clientele that you're servicing literally five days a week. Less building an online, or I don't like to call it academy because that's too professional, online studio, like virtual studio, plus run a team, plus do all the admin, plus it's like, how do you do, but you just figure it out. And I, I honestly, I don't think I could live any other way because my personality again goes, that's, I thrive best in craziness. Yeah. I think I always say it's like a recipe for overwhelm. We have virtual assistants and I'm, I'm like, there's just no way I could do what I do without yeah. them. It's just anytime you have a team, because there's just like you said, so many moving parts, even just the marketing alone is at this point in our society, like almost a full-time job. Oh, right? it is 100%. So I, I just hired a um, virtual assistant maybe about three months back but even that like getting started it's like dumping that on top of your plate because they're not like ready to go right off the bat it's like having another employee and you're training them from the ground up like I found a company that trains them in your business but still they don't and it's a good company I'm like very happy with them and she's an amazing worker and gets things done but now I got to list this long of things that she's accomplished that I got to go through and check and I'm just like how do you struggle all of this? So that's like a daily struggle. <laughs> yeah. 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 We're all like the bottlenecks of our own business. Like I'll say my the video editor will bring me back the podcast and I still have to review it. And then I'll have, they're waiting on me, you know what really? I mean? Like they're getting the things done. Yeah. Yeah. They're doing that. Yeah. So when we talk about marketing, cause that's what we usually focus on. I think that you had a unique advantage, but you can tell me if I'm wrong here and, and what, and how you see it. But since you you were really known with Taryn and Taryn actually put you as a name. You weren't just yeah. under Taryn, like you were doing the training. It's like people knew you before you started your own thing. Do you think marketing wise that helped you or do you think that 
hurt you because then you had to put come feel like you're coming out of your own shadow or how do you view that i i see it both ways i definitely see an advantage to it because it helped create like belief in me right i feel like people automatically were like she must be good because of where she came from but i even still not so much now but i would say a good solid two years after it's like of pushing your own brand and i've always done my own ads i've always done it's just one of my toxic traits i have to have my hands at everything so i've always had my own ads i've always tried to create my own look i've always tried to do that type of thing but even with doing that and it still felt like i was in a shadow a little bit and i don't know if i've ever even said that out loud i voiced it to taryn like way early on that i did feel like like Amber, but with Taryn, like it always felt, okay, I got to be my own person. And I think that because I do have an entrepreneur, I just want to have a business. I want to do things my own. I want to figure things out the hard way. I want like all of that is what made it stand out maybe more to me because I did struggle with it a little bit. I was like, well, but I'm more than that. (laughs) Like that, I was like, maybe just somebody within a company, like I'm going to be my own company. So it's, I don't know. I tried to shut it off many times. I tried to hush that even towards the like end i stayed an an extra year longer because i kept shutting it off i'm shutting it off i'm like i would be crazy to leave this company and go try to do something and especially the time that i decided to do it i'm like you give me too much time at home everything was shut down and i'm like you know what it's a perfect time to build things so i took advantage of that time next thing i knew i was opening a studio and then i look back on it now and it's probably one of the best things that i did because I got a, an amazing offer for the lease because nobody was renting, everybody was getting out. So it allowed me like a, a, a buttload more money to drop into the business. And I got to decorate it slowly because things were closed. And so I look back on it now as a blessing in disguise. Yeah, totally unique opportunity. And it's funny because when you were saying that earlier, it made me think of like a Batman or Robin situation. <laughs> There is that dynamic, but you're like, but I'm going to be the Batman. Yeah. <laughs> but I wouldn't have my own moment to shine. And so I mean, Heather and I still do things together, which I think is also unique. Like we still go to dinners and things. So I think that's like super cool. Cause, and I feel like in the industry, they're like, are they like, what's happening? So we're in the same city where we're on opposite yeah. sides. Like the strip's here, she's over here, and I'm over here. So we're like complete opposite sides. The people over here don't want to drive over there. The people over there don't want it because you have to cross over the strip. So it yeah. is that so it's a unique situation just because i think people are like are they faking it what's happening but no it's all totally good so i she just asked me if i wanted to do another course on her academy i this was me i was like yeah but i gotta have it on mine too yeah so yeah that's good but it's cool to have you got your voice you starting standing up for yourself a little bit, a little bit. i'm working on it <laughs> yeah so good. So at what point did you bring on employees or apprenticeship? At what point did you do that? Because I think it's a different timeline for most businesses, right? Because they're just trying to get their own name out there. And you already had your name established. And I don't know what, like the logistics of if you could take your clients or if they had to stay there or how that went. But nope, um, but out of respect, name-wise, the clients stayed there. However, you can... I think that I'm in a different position now having my own business. Just people are going to hate me for saying this, but you mm. <laughs> you don't own your clients. The clients are... You can't tell them where to go. The clients are going to follow the artist because some of those people I've been tattooing at that point for six years, they were not going to let nobody else touch their face. 95% of the people reached out to me on social media to book anyways. They weren't booking through the studio. 
So it was like I developed this clientele on my on at the studio, but like on my own, basically. But I was gonna say with clients belong to the studio, they don't. Like they're gonna they make that connection, and I tell the girls that all the time. There's a billion people doing permanent makeup, but they're booking not just for your work, but also for you. So it's hard, and that kind of gets to. I feel like that's a lost cause. Like just leave it alone. But deep down, those clients are gonna follow that artist, and we should know at this point in this time and age because everything's so out there on social media that I feel like that's just gonna cause more stress to you as a business owner. You can't stress about stuff like that. I've heard some crazy situations where they hide the client list. They do this and they knock the person off the schedule. They So they don't steal them. I'm like, if that person wants to book with that artist, they're going to find a way. So yeah, my schedule, I always had stayed four to six months booked out, almost to the point where it was uncomfortable. So when I came over here, I actually... I've always just saved money. I feel like when people are like, oh, she's rich. No, I just save. I don't spend on much stuff. So when I came here, I immediately got a business coach. I knew I didn't know anything about business. So I needed somewhere to start. I actually hired two business coaches. So I dropped easily $30,000 on business coaches. They're not cheap, nor should they be because it's, I got, again, I'm like zero to a hundred. I'm like, I got, if I would have learned all of that business stuff on my own, it would have taken me five years. Instead, I hired immediately two business coaches that knew what the heck they were doing, knew how to help me get my schedule under control, knew how to guide me into whether I want to hire 1099s or whether I want to do W-2s. The girls here are all W-2. It's all on payroll. Their taxes are all taken out, all that good stuff. They're full-blown employees. I just could get sticky with 1099, but I'm not the tax person. I always just ask him for that information. But definitely hire people because like you mentioned in my schedule, it just was crazy. So I knew coming in here that I needed help. And that was one of my main reasons for going off on my own is because I needed help. It was uncomfortably busy, like where I couldn't plan my life. So now I'm at about two months out and I freak out about that sometimes, honestly, because I'm so used to being like six months out. But now I can pick and choose. I pick the quality and I don't want to say quality, but the people that I vibe with the most. I have a much healthier like clientele that base that I connect with and overflow. People come for Miss Amber Red name. But I think now finally three years in, it took us about that long for people to realize, oh, she has other girls there that are now they are starting to see their work and they're trusting them. So We've been on a grind, but about three years. And now that now people, when they contact, they don't really ask questions there. So the girls here are benefiting because they're gaining clients off of it. It's helping me out. I'm getting some commission and, but you don't make money off of employees or those types of people right away. I'm just now starting to get to the point where I'm starting to see maybe a little bit of commission coming in off of them at three years. And I had a couple people leave along the way. They got trained, they left, but another, that's another thing you can't worry about. If that person's going to leave, let them go leave there. It doesn't matter. Like all that stuff that people I think get stressed out about is just, just let it go. The, your people are going to stay and they're going to grind and they're going to hustle with you. And then you're going to build a wonderful team and you just can't focus on the what ifs. Yeah. And really, if, if they're leaving, like you probably yeah. didn't want them part of your culture. So like they're doing you a favor and not staying too much longer because what if you would have poured even more into right. them? Like, and yeah, I think, yeah, the apprenticeship is so yeah. powerful and so many people, I feel like it's, it's not talked about as much like it used in the permanent makeup industry, right? Like definitely tattoo, like that is old school way to go, but definitely in the permanent makeup industry, it's like people just want to get out on their I own should right say away. I did. So I mentioned I was transitioning like apprenticeships. I'm just playing around with different things. But with the girls, the four girls that I have here now, they didn't pay anything up front for the training. So 
I trained them. I invested my time, my energy into them. And like I said, we're now at about almost three years. And now like we just got to the point where commission is starting to kick in. So they're starting off 60, 40, but that's, I dedicated my time. So now it's my time to get a little bit back. So I felt that was a fair trade. And then of course it'll be the longer they stay, the more commission that they'll earn. And now I do have a girl here for six months in, in that program. And she did pay up front. And then, so when her six months is done, she's done, she's licensed, she can go do her own thing, but sounds like she's going to stay around for a little bit. So that's cool. So we'll figure out what that looks like for her. And if she wants to jump in to have her own business. And I told, I'm very open. I think that's key too. I'm like, I told the girls, they're very different. The six month girl paid her dues. They, the three, four year, we're in it for the long haul. So it's, they're very different. I'm very open. They know I would give her option to rent a room if she wanted to, cause she can, but she'd have to invest in being her own business, which we all know that's going to be more costly. She'll have to get business license insurance and all that sort of stuff. As, whereas my other girls, they don't have to worry about that in the four year contract. So it's two totally different scenarios. It's fun to see both of them going at the same time, just the way the options. Yeah. And or would you then do her marketing or she has to do her own marketing and all of that? I right? think if for the six monther, I think she would do her own marketing. She would do all of her own all and be her own person like her my vision that's off in the distance. She would become that. Of course I'd help her. She actually came to me. She already has some training in body tattooing and she was interested in permanent makeup. So I told her she made a commitment for that. The six month apprenticeship to complete the permanent makeup. It freaks her out a little bit. She's much more comfortable on the body doing like the fine line stuff. She does really beautiful work on the like on practice pad. She hasn't had many models with us yet, but yeah, I'm totally willing. She knows I'm willing to work with her. She wants to go into doing a body tattoo and stay here and still do some permanent makeup, like whatever she wants to do, I'm open for. Yeah, I think this is another situation where because of your experience before, you're able to, maybe this is just your personality, but maybe it's also has that experience. You're able to be more flexible and say, because you've been in that situation, right? So you're able to have empathy, but also say like, how do we work this out or what's going to be the greater good for all? Exactly. 100%. Yeah, 100%. I definitely feel, and I, I feel like I spot... I see strengths and weaknesses very quickly. So I'm like, oh, work on that. Oh, yeah, you're right. She doesn't want to match two eyebrows. She's better at doing it. Like I find myself like constantly. I just see things very quickly. So I, yeah, with her and I had to be very open because the girls, the tiny tats, the girls wanted to hop on that. But they, I said, you've made a commitment to learn permanent makeup for four years. You have to fulfill that. You have to get good at that. Then we can discuss her, it's totally different. She came to me six months. I knew where her heart was. Yeah, it's it, I, it just goes back to being having open-ended discussions because they're all like, oh, we already knew that. But I'm like, I still feel as a business, you need to like make it clear because I don't want anybody to ever feel like, oh, you offered that to her, but, but then not see the difference. It's, no, there's a big difference there. So just making sure that everybody's on the same page and understands is really important. Yeah, so good. Yeah, communication and really setting the ground, you know, foundation for expectations is always so important yeah. in business. There's so many gold nuggets here <laughs> that I want to dive into, but I'm trying to be mindful of your time. But I wanted to ask, because before we get into that, some of the other things, do you have a process for how, what is your checklist requirement for apprenticeship or, because you said you also had an art background. So you did have like, how do you decide who you take on and what is because it's an investment of your time and your resources you had to ask me this oh my <laughs> okay i have to say i'm okay i'm a sagittarius 
I have to say that first because I ask everybody what their signs are. And I know it sounds so silly, but there's little things in there that you can, I don't know, like how you talk to them, how you train them. I swear by it. I don't really look for anything in particular. With that said, with, so let's talk like Tanya and Brisa in specific, like with those two specifically, I knew in my business what I needed help with. So with Brisa, I could tell immediately that she was reliable. And I knew that was very important to me because I needed somebody that was going to hang around for a little bit. But with Tanya, she has, her background is actually marketing, social media, and what she go to school for? The talking. I forget. <laughs> she's going to kill me. Anyways, she's very good at writing and proofreading and all that sort of stuff. So I needed help with social media. So she came on and helped me develop the look that we currently have. And then I have Sasha that has been with us almost two years. Actually, yeah, right at two years now. She has SEO, web design, and that sort of background. So she, naturally, I knew I wanted an online academy. So I was like, okay, I'm bringing Sasha on so she can run the back end of things over there. So now she's doing active campaign and all sorts of things. But I guess that's a, when I go to, it's not that I'm looking for something specific. I'm more so looking at, are you reliable? Can you communicate? Are you friendly? Are you... It's not really like the technical side of things. Like I personally feel like those can be taught. Yeah, some are going to develop slower and some are going to be more quick, but that's going to be with anything that you're teaching somebody. So I just had told the new six-month pregnant girl, I was like, her name's Jessica. I told her, I said, you've seen me do 100 powder brows. If you wanted to do just brows, you could literally do just brows. So there's so many different things that like, so if somebody's better at eyeliner, have them just do eyeliner if that's what they want to do. They, there's so many different things that you can do. So that's not even the stuff that I'm worried about. I'm just looking really for just, are you a good human? <laughs> and what, what is their sign? sign? What, what sign are you looking for? Is there a certain one? Um, I said on a Sagittarius, that can be good or bad because if I see a dream, I think I can do anything in the whole world. So that can be taken good or bad. Virgos, ooh, with me being, I'm kind of lax. I'm very detailed and annoying, but I'm pretty lax. I'm like, I have a vision. It's got to be a certain way, which is annoying. But otherwise I'm like, I want your input. If you can make it better, tell me. I want this. But Virgos, they're <laughs> poor Virgos. They're so detailed that it feels overwhelming to me, per like me, usually personally. But well, there's difference in every science because some Virgos I've met, they're more chill and lax. I think it depends on the month. The girls are more into it than I am. Usually I just go based off vibes. But if they're, yeah, just be a good human. And usually I have a pretty good gut feeling, literally almost instantly, if, which I'm grateful for. But I can tell almost instantly if somebody belongs or if they're going to be a good vibe. Yeah. So, so you were saying they're putting their sides <laughs> in the chat. Libra, Virgo. That's funny. I love it. I, mean, I swear by astrology. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And there's so many ways, like there's the Enneagram, the yeah. Enneagram on ways to hire personalities and things like that. So yeah, you just have to find, I think you, you nailed it with those core characteristics of being dependable and then also what do you need really where is there a need and then it's finding that so is just to clarify is the person that's doing the social media are they also tattooing up the apprenticeship for that too they early on when we first started she's now transitioned into a full-time artist but so they were taking weekly days so she was working on like tuesday thursdays helping me with social media and then I had the other one helping me front desk so she knows all, which is amazing. You guys do that because if they're going to be apprentice, they can help out with more things than just tattooing. So 
I had one that literally she speaks Spanish too. So she did translated all my forms into Spanish for me while she was up front. She, you know, she knows the computer system almost better than I do. So it, having, she almost developed like this little front desk person that like not really front desk because now she's an artist. But if I need help, we use good notes a lot to keep track of like notes on clients and things and making folders. And if I can't figure they did an update and I can't figure out, she's like, oh, it's like this. And I'm like, dang, that's so cool. But also too, I think people... Maybe just my mother. My tells me that I need to hire older people. That's not the case, I don't think. Brisa's 22 years, 22, yeah, 22 years old. She's going to kill me if I'm not getting that. But she is the one that's been with me the longest. I'm like, and she is a hard worker. She's here every day. She's killing it. She is so darn talented. Brisa's literally going to be about five years, six years in. Brisa's going to go off and do her own little business. And I bring her along as much as I possibly can with all the chaos within the business. Because I'm like, you sure, girl? You sure? I'm not trying to talk about it, but pay attention because you need to know this. So she's getting a lot of that. Whereas the other one's like, I'm staying here forever. I ran my uncle's business. I don't want to do that no more ever again. I want to come and I want to leave. So you have two totally different personalities in a sense. And yeah, it is, it's part of, yeah, part of the fun. Yeah, I love that. I love that because a lot of times people, they think that they want to be like their name on the door, but they don't want all of the responsibility that comes with it. Like they don't want all of the problems and all of the worry at, at night at two in the morning and all of this. Yeah. Stuff. So good. I love this journey. So what would you tell your younger self or wh what part do you wish you would have known? And this can be both inspirational, but also like business specific. First thing that's part. coming to my mind is inspirational. Don't be so hard on yourself. You don't know what you don't know early on while well, I still do this, I feel bad because I'm like, oh, we should have had that implemented a long time ago. We actually just started a podcast too, have not launched it yet. But in there, I was, we were talking and Brisa, I learned so much early on and we had so many changes and we had so many. So being, don't be hard on yourself because you're doing your best in that moment. I still try to remind myself of that because there's always, it's, every single day something's coming up and something's changing or needs to be adjusted or something happened the other thing i think is yeah the i say it's like whiplash it's every day it's like you'll have a good day you'll have a bad day you'll have a good day you'll have a bad day and it's not with the it's not has nothing to do with employees it's just running a business like i was trying to leave at five o'clock on a saturday this is the most recent incident and all of a sudden the payment system just decided to stop working i'm like it's Saturday at 5 p.m. Can I get a break? And I know that doesn't seem like a big deal, but when you have 5,000 of those things happening left and right every other day, it's, and it's not a cheap payment system. I'm like, there goes $300 out the window. It's make sure that you have, are setting yourself up for success because I didn't take a business loan out. I like saved all my monies. So like when the money starts going out, you're like, oh, that's all my money that I saved. So just make sure that you have a really good cushion. So that way you're not like, in a situation you have a slow week or and something happens in the payment system breaks or you need to buy this for the studio or that it's okay there's still a cushion there so it's that's like in life though they tell you too i think it's like what six months that you're supposed to have to live on to if something if i broke you break your wrist or or tattoo artist anything could happen so you should be prepping for situations like that for sure yeah absolutely i think it's one of those things like you just don't like you said you don't know what you don't know and you can't foresee any of those things nobody 
would have predicted COVID. Nobody would predict breaking your wrist, things like that, that can take artists out for six months or more. And right. And, and there, and it does all fall on us when we are solo entrepreneurs or the, the main thing of the business. At what point, how soon did you bring apprentices on? I, it was, I, I can't remember if I asked that. Yeah, it was about two months right after opening. So when I say Brisa got wow. drug along for the ride, Brisa has been drug along for the ride, but she's the perfect one to have. Yeah. Like, I feel bad, but I don't feel bad because I'm like, she wants to have her own business. So I'm like, girl, you're seeing it from the ground up. Like, <laughs> buckle in, let's go. Like, <laughs> Yeah. And what a unique experience for her too, right? Because she's getting the roadmap for free. It's on your dime, basically, because you're it's costly mistakes and lessons and things like that, because that's all part of the process. It's your struggles, but she's getting the lesson, Literally, yeah. right? And I feel like too, the the more you grow, the more money comes in and out in like bigger chunks. So you're talking tens of thousands of dollars constantly moving every day. So I think to having a really great accountant that's like helping you making sure everything tax, it's like all that whole world. I don't even want to think about that. I'm like, I got too much on my plate. So just making sure that you have somebody else that's handling that and is in charge of that for sure is super important. Yeah, it reminds me of this quote that in school, we are taught that you learn the lesson and then you take the test. But in life, <laughs> definitely in business, you have the test and then you learn the lesson. Literally. And, which, and she's getting these lessons like without the test, which is really yeah. Good. So it's really good. Okay, awesome. So, what advice would you give then to artists that are they don't even have to be starting out, but they could just be stuck or struggling or just feeling like we all go through those moments of what's wrong with me or what am I doing wrong or any advice marketing wise or any part of that? My brain went so many places. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I think that industry is getting better at supporting one another, but it's not quite there yet. It's not to like where I wish I could see it be. Don't be afraid to reach out and ask for help because whether it's help with a technique or whether it's, and maybe not even necessarily help, even if you just, it's going to sound corny, but even if you just need somebody to talk to, to, to rant or to vent or to bounce an idea off of, that is like the worst thing that could happen is that person doesn't respond or does is not a nice human and whatever on to the next person like you'll find somebody that is willing to help and it's i i personally feel like in this industry you need a team really to succeed even when the girls i mentioned earlier didn't know what the heck like i'm talking i said i was like talking at them I did that one to help develop them to understand the lingo. The more they hear, the better. But two, that also helped me because I, if I talk out loud, half the time I'll get to the end of the sentence and I'm like, oh, wait a second. And I just figured that out. Never mind, dumb question. No dumb question or wait. But I'm like, oh, I figured that out just by talking out loud. And I'm like, that is super important to have somebody to be able to bounce an idea off, talk out loud, vent to, because we all need to vent at some one, one time or another, we all need to vent. We had a crazy client or we had something go wrong in a procedure or that skin wasn't tattooing or something. There's so many different things to learn within this industry that we literally cannot do it alone. Like I knew I couldn't do a business alone. Like I have been told in the past that I would never be a good business person. So I like, 
I use that sort of stuff as fuel though. I'm like, oh, that's what you think. Watch me go. Like, yeah, I, so take it as that. Don't, but somebody doesn't respond to your message. Who cares? On to the next one. Ask the next person, whatever you're lost. Cause I'm going to be cool. Yes. So good. Yes. And look at, they're eating their words. Look <laughs> at you now. So good. Okay. So tell us, I know you have, you're speaking at SPCP. What's coming up for you? Tell us all the good things that we can look forward to with any promotions you have? I got an online, let's see, we got an, I might as well say it. We got an ombre brow course that's about to be launched. We have a correction course that's about to be launched because that is so needed. We just launched our business apprenticeship, like webinar that was pre-recorded. I'm working on a 12 week coaching program. I leave in two weeks to go to Australia to speak and tattoo at one of those conferences out there. This one, the Australia Beauty Expo or something. And then October, I'm doing SPCP, which is going to be amazing. What else do I got coming up? I think that might be it. <laughs> That's a lot. Yeah. That's a lot on your plate. That is awesome. So good. And then, of course, like everyone can connect with you on the socials. Yeah. So good. Thank you, Amber, for sharing the insights of just a different perspective, I think, on running a business, the mindset of growing a team and how you look at it. I think, yeah, you're getting lots of love and from the community as well. So good. And I also love to end with what brings you joy? Oh, what brings me joy? My puppies. I just got a new, he's new and I, my old man passed away. I had him for 15 years, but just got a new little puppy and he is six months old now. He's a rescue and he is the cutest little boy out there in the whole wide world. Is he a mix or is he a, a, a pure breed or what? The mama was left in the desert, unfortunately, because people are mean. And so they rescued her and then found out she was pregnant. So the puppies had health issues. And we ended up having, it's a animal rescue here in town called Animal Help Alliance. And they, we, I had COVID actually, and my husband put in an application. I didn't even know he was putting in an application, but he is 50% English bulldog, 50% um, American pit bull. So we're not sure if he's going to be small or big. He has a little Frenchie mixed in there too. And I only know this because they did a DNA blood test thing on him, but he is the cutest little guy. Oh, so cute. So cute. Yay! There's so much that we can follow you for and keep watching you. It's so exciting to see all of your progress. You're an amazing artist, and I just love all the wisdom that you shared. So thank you so yeah, much. Yeah, thank you so much. For today. And thank you, everyone, yeah, for joining us. Good. We'll talk to you Bye. soon. Bye. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Beauty Marketing Simplified Podcast. And if you enjoyed today's episode, we would love to hear from you. Make sure you subscribe, download, and also leave us a review. Let us know any topics that you would like to hear about. And also definitely refer it to a friend. Thank you again for joining us. I'm signing off. This is April with Grit and Grace, hugs and high fives. See you next week.